Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 280 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game and PSP podcast. Tonight's news. Baldur's Gate devs squeezing the S. Squeezing the S out of what? Free Radical could face closure. Uh, news about GTA 6 news, question mark. What could that be? It's been a while since we heard anything GTA 6 related. I just assumed we'd all be buying GTA 5 until the PlayStation 8. No, we're not, we're not doing the thing where we take pictures of uh, when it came out and now when brand's like four years old and brand's like uh, <laughs> thirty, like almost 30 now. Mom, I know what hookers are. Buy me this game. <laughs> <laughs> Those were some of my most awkward retail uh, discussions as the child handing me Grand Theft Auto Vice City or something and then looking at their parent and then looking at me <laughs> and the parents Dude, be cool. yeah I'm like ma'am I, I, this is my job I have to tell you this I don't care it's just a video game I'm like no they they have sex like you you could see it <laughs> <laughs> they do drugs uh he's fine he's four <laughs> it's Brant look at him now Brand, yeah Brant when Grand Theft Auto 5 came out <laughs> we could have stopped this for you Brant we could have saved your future that I derailed you into the madness. Yeah. You know, partake in. Uh, Nintendo announces another movie. Could that be? Hopefully, what's our ideal movie franchise from Nintendo? F Zero. That would be compelling. Animal Crossing. <laughs> I would be slow and boring. That would be. <laughs> get, get, get you some uh, Dubutsu no Mori. Uh, some, uh... I'd be like, no, I'm not interested in watching that. My friend says I rolled credits. He finished that. I don't need to see that. Richard Richard walks out as soon as uh, Tom Nook appears and starts asking for stuff. Do, do, nah, do, nah. Do, 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 do. Richard, you know the rules. You got to stay until KK Slider sings to you. That's the rules, man. <laughs> until he sings to you, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know I like you know I like watching my movies with subtitles. That whole game is like subtitles, so maybe it's my <laughs> ideal film. <laughs> 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 and then somehow you're in debt for like 500,000 bells. I didn't ask for this house. Why are you give me this house for? That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you live here now. Oh. I haven't even made it through the preamble yet, but uh, my kids were bringing to another Animal Crossing child that they met. They were like, we have a house. <laughs> and that was it. That's all it took for them. It's like, you want to come to our island? We have a house. <laughs> You don't have a house yet. I was like, you guys have had that game for three years, and you've had the house for like three months. Get out of here. And you're talking about the the type of fruit trees you got, and you're like, yeah, yeah. we got peaches and oranges. What do you uh, got? And then one of my kids was like, oh, you have to have tickets to go to the other island. I was like, okay, that's impressive. And they were like, I've got tons of tickets. <laughs> oh, Animal Crossing madness. Uh, last but not least, in news: new Steam Deck available soon. That finishes out your news. We have not even started the news. We just finished the preamble. I'm one of your hosts, and I'm excited about the launch of the new PSP this week. Yeah, new PSP. Also joining us and trying to gauge level of enthusiasm for the launch of this week's <laughs> new PSP, Newsmaster Brant McKee. Zero. Is this, is What's up? So, resell your PSP. Resell your PSP. <laughs> I'm Team Resell. Team re Team Flipper. Scalp those things, man. Scalp them. What's going to happen? Somebody's like, oh, I'm, I'm in this retro gaming, and they're like, let me get this new PSP. Sell it for $400. Where do my UMDs go? What? This is not what was I was reading about. Did the Vita cards have a proprietary format name? Were they called? 
was it just like Vita? I know it was filed under something. It has an official name, but it never got something like UMD or Game Disc or something like that, right? I don't know, Brant, reach for a Vita game. It's within arm's reach. Yeah, just look Let's at see. the look I at won't the even look. I won't even look. Look at the copyright. Call of Duty. Call of Duty Declassified. Gravity Rush. Wow. There, we go. there we go. Yeah. What's it called? What did they license? Like Magic Gate? Remember Magic Gate for PS2 memory cards? Did they call uh, the Vita cards Magic Gate, maybe? I mean, Sony's really good about uh, trademarking shit. So. Brent, no, yeah. No, I Motion don't... Engine. Brent, take us through the Magic Gate. <laughs> the Magic Gate. Is that like a 50 cent reference? What's happening? It was like a legit memory card. It had Magic Gate written on it. It was licensed. No, I don't I don't see anything on here. It's just a Vita card. Here's your Vita software, Vita physical software. Uh, also joining me and very excited for his new PSP this week, which he may be selling to someone else. Maybe. <laughs> Undecided. Cesar <laughs> Concepci on the second. I'm, I'm feeling the, the, the waters out there and seeing what I can do. I don't know, man. If, if selling this one pays for the next one, and <clears throat> I'm also okay with that. Yeah. But I remember the days of like the PS3 coming out and they were nine hundred dollars on eBay. I mean, we know what's gonna happen. I mean, it's it's gonna end up just randomly showing up at stores like two days later and everybody just panic bought for it's only that small window, so do you take advantage of the are they suckers? Are they opportunists? Like what is uh how does that break down? I've never been that early adopter mm. flipper. It's too much work, man. Well, when I was in retail, they threatened our jobs too, because I got the three sixty at launch. I got the DS Lite at launch. Uh, I got the PS3 shortly thereafter, but they threatened us with uh, making money off of those type transactions. That was extremely frowned upon. Yeah, I think it was the same. I mean, at some point they were telling people like, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you work here, you can't buy it, even though you're considered a customer if you're off the clock bullshit. So. Yes, I actually remember your particular retail establishment wouldn't even let you get those type items. Yeah, they're like, no, no. It's just madness to me. Like damn, if yeah. I'm off the clock, because I remember one of my managers waited off. He he went to work and then he took off his work shirt and then just waited in line for the 360 launch. He was pretty uh, unhappy about it when the Xbox came out. So Xbox One, he's like, man, I get out of here. I got one of our two 60 gigs. Did you have to get the Wii for me also at launch? Uh, I think so. I think we pre-ordered before that madness went in there. I remember we we kept sending people back and forth to each other when we did have the Wii's in stock. Yes, also true. Yeah. We madness. Retail days. Brent, you would have been good at retail, man. I wouldn't wish that life on oh, anybody, was, but you I was awesome been. at retail. Yeah, I hated it. A, but... Like a fish shop though, right? Yeah, but that's Bait retail. Shop? Hey, I, I'm not gonna knock that. I'm saying games. You would have been a great game salesman. I would have hired you to look up saltwater fish prices. It's it's way more expensive than, uh, <laughs> yeah, than gaming. It's way more expensive than gaming. More, more so than a uh, fish salesman. <clears throat> fish salesman. Fish salesman. Uh, no, we don't have real fishing. We have John Daly's golf here, sir. Uh, fish fish salesman simulator. Mm. Like, it's gonna be like that. Oh, uh, that weird uh, N64 fishing game we never got from Nintendo with all the animals. It's like an Animal Crossing version of fishing. What? Yeah, a, yeah. what game is this? You know what I'm talking about. Brandon's what I'm talking about. Brandon, I've been looking for a fish and reel game, and I don't know which one to get. And I don't know which platform to get. I've been leaning towards Dreamcast for the Sega Bass yeah. Fishing. I would say that's the de facto one to get, but I definitely they have that one for the Switch. You what have is that it? One. 
Yeah, the the Namco Bandai one. That are you pretending the whole time, or does it actually have a? No, a it's got a reel. Yeah, in there. reels expensive though. If you all need right, to... I need a link. Oh, I'm going all the way through. I'm going Come on. Uh, oh. thirteen says, "Sir, this is a Wendy's." Enet. <laughs> Let's find out. Live corrections. Right there, corrections. fifty bucks. Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch Fishing don't, Star. Don't don't do that, Richard. Don't do that. It's called Fishing Star. Yep. All right. Look, uh, how much is it gonna send me back? Is it like the Tyco drum set that uh, Brant got for the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one to fishing, drum out. Fishing Star World Tour yeah. game. That's like World Star Hip Hop with a fishing reel. Oh, fifty God. bucks for the reel in the game. You guys are telling me it's fifty bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. They're bringing the Wii back, man. They've been. Oh, you gotta put the stupid thing in there. Mm, I'm out. I think I'm going Dreamcast. You want You want a legit like a actual? uh... Yeah, it's a controller. I don't need any other thing. I don't have to worry about charging it. But this is a piece of plastic, and you just stick your uh, Joy Cons in there. What is that reek of, Brant? Please tell me what that reminds you of. I don't know. We just discussed it at launch, and it's above my head on the Skype window. If you're watching it. Not That's all that plastic shit from the Wii. Like the Wii Zapper? The Wii Zapper, which was actually functional. I'm thinking about, like, get your say, Wii Golf speaking Club of... and your Wii Tennis Racket. Oh, shit. Put it away, Brant. Not, <laughs> not for the video listeners. They don't need to see that. Spare them the madness. Oh, my gosh. For the audio Even listeners, he showed us it. some sort of abomination. Yeah. Oh, it's just Amazon plastic shit with um, oh my gosh. Joy-Con insertion. Oh. They even have a baseball. Oh my gosh, they have a whole set. So, sorry, what uh, you got against Joy-Con insertion? Tennis rackets. Tennis rackets. See, that's it. Swords. That's the Wii shit. That's exactly what I was talking about. That's what plagued this entire platform. Everything. Everything. All right, guys. Plastic I got you. I got you. Hold shit. on. Just so, plastic peripherals. I'm just going to get the Dreamcast one. Before we go on, on this whole part that nobody else can see but us. How many fishing games are there for the Dreamcast that support this reel that I'm potentially going to purchase with our Patreon funds? There you go. <laughs> I sent I, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. There you go. I, I have actually, to pull it up. I have the stream up. What am I looking at? I'm not gonna do it in the comments because it's gonna fuck you up. But I I literally watch a VTuber play this game for eight hours and it's actually very interesting. What? Via Skype or what? Yes, via, via oh, no, Skype. I YouTube. It. I see it. Not YouTube. Itui Shigetsu bass Ooh, fishing. Yeah. For the N64, only two hundred and thirty dollars. Oh, maybe shipping. You get it without the controllers, like eight bucks. The controllers that much? Yeah, the controller by itself is like a hundred something. That looks exactly like Animal Crossing people. What is this? It's made by a uh, HAL Laboratory. <laughs> so it is an Animal Crossing of sorts. Yeah. HAL makes good games, man. Look at that fox. That fox means business. Uh, except for that time where they collaborated with Sonic Team. So look, look at the back of what the. What game box. was that? I'm pretty sure it was HAL Labs. Oh, wait. Was it HAL Labs? That's our HAL import friendly is that. I see the back of the box. It's amazing. You get to move all around the lake. Yeah, but you see on the back of the box, you see uh, Shigatsu. uh, Shigatsu. That's the guy. I'm thinking of a different game. Oh, I see it down there. Yeah. Earthbound? Is that the Earthbound dude? No, uh, he uh, worked on My Neighbor Totoro. Oh, who am I confusing? Totoro. 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 I think I think he's he's like a he's like a legit like uh, like a director type stuff. 
That controller's made by Asai. That's not a great controller. I guarantee you that stick is a piece of shit. <laughs> we need to find a U.S. version. U.S. N64 fishing rod and reel. Give it to us. I I, I think it I, it's it's not that difficult. I don't think it's that difficult because you're just talking to the animals and you're just fishing. That's all it is. Uh, why do I have to talk to the animals before I fish? You know the premise of it. Is it is it in the story? I don't know. I mean, I didn't watch the whole story part, but I mean. Let's see. No, I had it wrong. That's not Howl. It was Hudson Soft. Made what? Hudson Soft and um, the Sonic team developed uh, Sonic Shuffle, a Mario Sonic Shuffle, yeah, Mario Party esque Sonic game that apparently is not good. Here we go. Here's the answers everybody wanted. Dreamcast Fishing Games, The Ultimate Guide. There are five titles. There are multiple sticks. That one's made by Interact. That one has to suck. We have Sega Bass Fishing from 1999, published by Sega. Developer Sims. Sims make anything we know? Sims with a Y or Sims with an I? S-I-M-S. Almost like Dimps. When I first looked at it, I thought it was Dimps. Uh, I think this is one everybody knows and loves. Uh, next up, Sega Marine Fishing from WoW Entertainment, published by Sega. Uh, next up was Lake Masters Pro Dreamcast Plus from Nexus Interact, published by DAZZ Daz. That's a horrible looking game. Oof. And then Bass Rush Dream, Eco Gear, Power Worm Championship. <laughs> Power Worm, let's go. <laughs> Visco, published by Visco. Let's fucking go. Uh, Bass Rush Dream is a similar game to bass fishing, but leans more towards simulation than the Sega games do. Would your boat run out of gas? If you're wondering about the slightly comical subtitle, a power worm is a type of lure that was manufactured <laughs> by Japanese fishing. I'm, I'm glad they uh, clarified that. <laughs> uh, manufactured by Japanese fishing gear company, EcoGear. However, a quick look around their website tells me this particular lure is no longer in production. <laughs> Just in case you wondered. Please do not look up, do not Google power worm. Oh, <laughs> Or leave out the first part of it, Bass Rush, and leave out the B and end up with Ass Rush Dream. That would give you some <laughs> interesting results. Oh, next up is Fish Eyes Wild from uh, developer Victor, published by Natsume. It has pre-rendered backgrounds on the Dreamcast. That's just weird. And last but not least, Sega Bass Fishing 2 from WoW Entertainment, published by Sega. Uh, also known as Get Bass 2. Uh, <laughs> don't type that one either. Yeah, don't, don't type Get Bass. Get Bass now. Local. Would you like to turn on local searches? Yes, like, I, don't see, I don't see any fish here. What the fuck's happening? Thank you for joining us on uh, FishCast. That's all the time we have for today. FishCast, well done. <laughs> Brand, you're on to something. We'll reel you in next week on uh, <laughs> on another riveting episode of the FishCast. I'm out of here. <laughs> oh, Brant, you drew in our audience hook, line, and sinker. Oh, see what you did there.
That's it. No more fish buns. <laughs> I'm the fish buns. These all look like shit, except for the official Sega ones. And the one at the top. Uh, Sega Marine Fishing. Nope, that was the Sega one, too. Yeah, only go with the Sega ones, just from looking at the screenshots. <laughs> I mean, they knew what they were doing. Hey, they, they may not look great, but it depends on how they play, right? Boosh says Only Fishing. Is that like similar to OnlyFans, but it's just fishing stuff? Only Fishing. Only fans. We're fishing for only fans. Ayo. Don't we just wait, they'll come in their chat soon. Cause we mentioned them? Yeah, you just we're gonna summon them in there. That's usually how it works. We already have the drops. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next progression. <laughs> you get the Twitch uh... drops. Next comes the uh, OnlyFans, right? When you started streaming Crash in a hot tub, if you had actually been in a hot tub, we would have been affiliates, uh, what, 18 months ago or oh whenever that was? Oh, yeah, Brent. I mean, we would have been super done with it by now, yeah. They would have came Brent, from in hot tubs. Brand, is your OBS still broken for streaming? Since the last snafu, uh, you haven't tried to fix it. I don't know. I'll have to really look and play with it. But also, my schedule has changed, so I don't have oh, as, as much time. Right. Holy crap! That was a side sidebar there. That was that was a wormhole that we went down, not a rabbit hole. I <laughs> it's definitely a wormhole. Well done, Brand. Let's get into this news. PC Gamer and Nick Evanson reported five days ago, Baldur's Gate 3 dev shows off the level of optimization achieved for the Xbox Series S port, which bodes well for future PC updates, they say. API changes? I don't know. Little things can often matter a lot when it comes to a streamlining a game's memory usage. Every gigabyte counts. One of the developers at Larian, makers of Baldur's Gate 3, has shown that the team's recent hard work has resulted in a 34% reduction in VRAM usage for the forthcoming Xbox Series S version. The good news was shared by Sven oh. Vinke on Twitter. Thank you for not saying the platform they're trying to call it. Via a short yeah. post with two graphs showing how the RAM and VRAM loads of the Series S port of Baldur's Gate 3 have been significantly reduced in recent weeks. It's worth noting that out of all the platforms that Larian has developed its masterpiece for, it's bold, right? It's masterpiece. Mm -hmm. uh, the Xbox Series S is probably the most restrictive. This is because it, has, it only has 8 gigs of high bandwidth memory to store the game while running and use as and use as VRAM, the remaining 2 gigs gets used for system functions. The graph starts at the beginning of September with the game using just over 5.2 gigs for general game RAM and around 3.5 gigs for VRAM. By November, though, Larian had shaved this down to 4.7 gigs and 2.3 gigs, respectively. The RAM reduction is a pretty decent 10% drop, but the reduction in VRAM usage is a massive 34%. Um... Insert joke about the game running at 8 frames per second after this, but that's not the case. It has been highly optimized. Clearly, we have no idea what Larian has uh, specifically done to achieve this, but it's unlikely to just be a case of rendering at a lower resolution or using smaller textures. The evidence for this is that the memory testing shows only small improvements throughout September and October. If merely lowering the settings was the only thing required, then the developers would have done this much sooner. Mm -hmm. Uh, the PC version of the game actually uses doesn't actually use a great deal of graphics card VRAM using PIX on Windows. I guess that's a measuring tool, um, like a data usage thing. Yeah, to measure the actual usage, it recorded an average of 4 gigs at 1080p low settings and 5.6 gigs at 4K Ultra while walking around the city. So the devs have leveraged some seriously arcane magic to get it down to 2.3 gigs for the Series S. 
Do, 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 do. The worst frame rate rates are typically experienced during Act 3. It's just kind of a overall update of the game since then. But hopefully that comes to other Series S, since that seems to be a holdup on that platform. I mean, famously, this is the example. Like, it does not run uh, split-screen cooperative, like, cooperatively like we need it to. And that's when the parody argument started. I know we talked about it on this podcast, but... Uh, this would be a good sign if they share those those developments. Somebody told me about time splitters. So I can't bring it my, to myself. To uh, it hurts me. I'm a shambles. Oh. I'm a shambles. This comes from uh, this comes from VGC uh, by uh, Andy Robinson. The time splitters developer Free Radicals uh, design is next in line uh, for being looked at for possible closures is what it seems like. No. Uh, They state, of course, for the past six months, Embracer has been going through with their restructuring uh, plan, which has already seen uh, several projects canceled, some studios closed, such as um, the Saints Saints Row developer Volition, um, as well as they put uh, Gearbox up for sale. Uh, This talks about how via the UK-based studio, uh, Free Radical, uh, they have to go by the UK employment laws, which they must consult employees for a minimum of 30 days before making uh, any redundancies, including exploring ways of avoiding them. Um, Uh, This is a much bigger team than I thought it was. Sucks. I'm looking at the picture posted December 2022. They're so all wearing Time Splitter sweaters, Christmas sweaters with uh the monkey from Time Splitters on it. Damn it! This hurts. This hurts now. So there remains possibility that the studio could remain open, um, should Embracer receive interest from third parties uh, interested Me? in acquiring it. Um, Me. However, VGC uh, analysts. Uh, of LinkedIn and social media show that within the past 24 hours of the writing of this article, at least 15 people employed by Free Radical have already published posts saying they're looking for work. That includes uh, game designers, senior uh, artists, senior technical artists, game designers, and studio IT manager. Sucks so bad. Give us more time splitters. You guys have bought the Xbox versions that came out for um Yeah. Y'all got the both of them, right? Yes. Okay, we've supported time splitters. We've done our jobs. I don't have to gift any copies. I will happily gift copies. Boosh, did you buy the time splitters games? Do you know of which magical franchise of which I speak? Um, um and of course it says it it's not clear what this means for the future of time splitters. Um and it kind of goes over the the history. Of course, they could. I mean, they could shelve it. We are. I know lots of people are are really helping, hoping that they don't close Free Radical because they they actually brought up the um, uh, the fact that they were possibly working on on something Time Splitters related. So mm, I'm not pleased. Bringing uh, bringing it back to life. Uh, that was from 
Yeah, earlier announced in May 2021. We talked about it on here. Yep. I know we brought up that story. Yeah, I hate this bit about the LinkedIn. 15 people in the last 24 hours said they're looking for work. Previously at Free Radical. It's pretty damning. Hopefully it's not the case. I wish they would go to some crowdfunding thing. I don't know if it's enough for a project like this, but it would be yeah. a step forward maybe. Or maybe Embracer, Embracer closes some other BS thing. They, but then somebody else will cry about that studio being closed and that franchise yeah. being shut down. Mm-hmm. Oh, how bad was Haze? I haven't played it since the day it came out. Haze? <laughs> was it really that bad? I don't know. Uh, it's been a minute. Uh, oh, it, died on, some haze? it died on the PS3 for maybe a reason. It died at launch on PS3. That thing was like phew, game over as soon as it came out. And I was hyped. I was so hyped for Haze. I bought Day One. Halo too. Killer. Yeah. I did too. I loved everything Free Radical made up to that point. Yeah. Get that sweet, sweet nectar. I remember you had to inject yourself with nectar. The nectar. Yeah, you had to inject yourself with the nectar. I was like, oh, this is not, this is not good. <laughs> I knew pretty fast. And, um, that the story behind that game is that needs to be in the next Jason Schreier book, maybe. But they talk about there's stories out there about not knowing where the campaign needs to go. The nectar got added at the last minute, having that element in there. And uh, they didn't choose to brand it the Halo Killer at the time. Like it, it was never supposed to be that tier of what it was. And they said it. They said it was going to be a free radical was good, man. All their shooters up to that point have been extremely solid. Oh man, I mean, there pandemic were died around the same time. Mm-hmm. They, we got the Saboteur, which was a much uh, better received game than Haze, and we lost I both love, of those. I love me the Saboteur, man. I wish we could get that shit on Steam instead of the fucking GOG version. Saboteur is good. There's no way to do the little GOG to Steam handoff. It doesn't recognize it at all. Uh, it's you know me. I'm lazy, man. I'm not gonna do all the work. Also true. Also true. Bad news. For the uh, Time Splitters crew. Confirmed. The first GTA 6 trailer will premiere next month. This Brand, are you Andy. excited? Brand, are yeah. you excited? Yeah, Brant. Now, now I won't have to get up there on the on the stage with uh, Jeff Keighley and say, yeah. we want GTA 6. You'll be the guy that crashes the show. Yep. Uh, since- Jeff looks scared. This will be the first new <laughs> Grand like, Theft Auto release. Like, why does this keep time. happening? <laughs> <laughs> Who is this guy? Why does it keep showing up? Why does this keep happening? <laughs> uh, it leaked on Bloomberg, I think, had the story first. The first Grand yeah. Theft Auto 6 trailer will premiere next month. Rockstar Games has confirmed. Next month marks the 25th anniversary of Rockstar Games. Co-founder Sam Hauser said in a statement, I thought the Hauser brothers were gone. Is it just one of them? Dan? Where'd he go? I'm, I could have sworn, like, unless maybe they're on the board. That's a great question. Yeah, I just, as I was I, reading Sam Hauser, I was like, I thought I th- they I, both left. I, I thought they all did. Yeah, 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 I don't think, but maybe maybe we're getting confused. Maybe Sam Hauser's not. <sighs> Almost like a Ruben Wells situation at Naughty Dog where they were no longer like day-to-day in the game. They were just like running the company, essentially. No, it's not. Despite being wizards, technical sounds, wizards. He sounds like he's the producer. I think Dan was the one who was the director and the writer. Of he the, wrote a bunch of the, the jokes and the satire and stuff, right? Yeah. This? What'd you find, Brant? I have a... Oh, it went away. Dang it. I had a very weird ad. I don't know. I, I thought I thought uh, Brant looked for it up. For some, like, 
for some mobile <laughs> game. It was it was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Brant with a live update for the Hauser brothers. Yeah, I thought Brant looked it up and found out it was, it was like it's akin to the Gallagher brothers. They hate each other. They're gonna <laughs> mock each other. Only one of them is only one of them is supposed to be hitting the watermelon. They're gonna mock each other every time each uh, the each all win awards is gonna be there like you should be up here with me. No. <laughs> like they look MTV really un- similar. Like MTV Unplugged remember he's up there watching his own brother do the, all the songs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why are you up there? It's like you should be down here. <laughs> I oh. still remember that whole MTV Unplugged thing. He's just looking at him. He's up there just drinking and smoking, <laughs> watching his band play the show. Sam Hauser continues, thanks to the incredible support of our players worldwide, we have had the opportunity to create games we are truly passionate about. We just haven't done it in 15 years. He didn't say that. Uh, without you, none of this would be possible, and we are so grateful to all of you for sharing this journey with us. Blah, 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 corporate speak. We're very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. Let's go. Watch it be an expansion for five. <laughs> it's going to troll it. That would be I fucking know. hilarious. I would laugh. Uh, me too. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two Interactive, is set to report its quarterly earnings later today. Rockstar was forced to acknowledge GTA 6's existence earlier than it would have liked when extremely early footage of the game was leaked last year. Blah, 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 blah. Development, rumors of Vice City and female protagonist. Blah, 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 blah. Corporate speak, scramble. Okay, we're going to see some GTA pretty soon. Holy shit, that was a long thing. Of nothing. It's an announcement of an announcement. That was my favorite type. That's what you put in the news, right? Yeah, but it was so big, it got like, I forget how many millions of views on Twitter. <laughs> Super quick. Did they? Did they? People uh, are clamoring. Did they bring Andrew House out of retirement? It's like 120 million views. <laughs> <laughs> we have sold. And somebody runs out there like they're like, no, Andrew House. We don't. We have. We don't no, sell the and, videos anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we sell advertisement space. We, it's we have. We have. They have liked 120 million likes. <laughs> I miss me some Andrew House, man. That was a that was a recognizable PR group amongst them. Andrew House was there from the beginning, and even with all his <laughs> stiff delivery and <laughs> that's a deep ass cut, man. Andrew House, I forgot so... about him. I forgot about him, but as soon as you start the accent, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely Andrew House. All right. Uh, someone tell me about this Nintendo movie that is most definitely going to be Animal Crossing. Yeah, it's in Let's go. It's definitely going to be Ice Climbers, the movie. I would watch that. Uh, so we are getting... Fire Emblem. A live-action Legend of Zelda movie. Whoa! That Nintendo property. I was not expecting a one of the big three. The film will be produced by Shigeru Miyamoto. Um... Representative director and f- fellow of Nintendo, fellow. The veteran uh, veteran Hollywood producer uh, A.V. Arid, uh, the former chief uh, creative officer for uh, of Marvel Entertainment. Oh, what Marvel movies did he work on? Uh, I would like to know myself. I think he did I all the Spider Mans. He did all the Spider Mans. I know that. Oh, produced all the Spider-Mans. You guys yeah. like those? Uh, all of the Spy, all the of Sam, the Spider-Man, the Sam Raimi ones. Yes, Spider-Man three. You can blame him for that. He did no, that. yeah, no. He did Save Spider-Man. 
He did spot. All right, here I'm reading the list. He did, he did Venom. He's doing the upcoming Craven the Hunter. He's done the animated Spider Man's Beyond the uh, Spider Verse, Amazing Spider Man Two, Morbius, Amazing Spider Man One, Spider Man, Spider Man Two, Fantastic Four, Venom, Fantastic Four, Three. He could have saved Sam Raimi from his fate. Hulk, uh, Elektra, Ghost Riders. He did all the Ghost Riders. He did Blade. He did all the Blades. Are the Ghost Rider films good? First one was all right. Okay. He's, he did all the X-Men. He did everything looks like pre-MCU. He was Marvel's guy until then. This is not a... Yes. It's not a bad tie, then. I, mean, I wasn't he, he, sure he, what his... Um, he, also did the, he also did the current Spider-Man trilogy as well. He's, he's still doing all the Spider-Mans, so... So this is the Spider-Man guy. Yes. He's the director or producer? Uh, he's a producer. He's a producer. The director uh, is Wes Ball, the director behind Maze Runner trilogy and yeah. next year's Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So this is going to be very CG heavy. Yeah. Probably. Probably. But live action. Probably. The uh, the film will be co-financed by Nintendo and Sony Entertainment. Surprising. Oh, Zelda to a PlayStation confirmed. It is in this case. With no ten, uh, with Nintendo uh, responsible for more than fifty percent of of the financing. <laughs> are they so they announced this? Or are they going to come out like a year and announce Phillips is going to be doing it instead of Sony? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> that read like that, right? <laughs> yep. For now. Uh, by producing visual content of Nintendo's IPs uh, itself, Nintendo is creating new opportunities to have people from around the world uh, t- uh, to access the world of entertainment, which Nintendo has built through different means apart uh, from its decade uh, or dedicated gaming consoles, the company said. Surprise, surprise. We sold a shit ton of copies of Mario movies and then a shit ton more Mario games. Let's do it with another thing. And of course, Shigeru Miyamoto. Um, this was one of those weird announcements. I think it was made via um, Twitter uh, slash X. No, you do just uh, do that now. There's no, yeah, that, no yeah it's just Twitter. From, from Nintendo's, uh, <laughs> Nintendo's account. Uh, and it, it said, like, this is Shigeru Miyamoto. Um, and he announced that yeah, there's going to be a live-action Zelda movie in the works, uh, and he said that he's been working on the live-action film uh, for many years now. Um, so As one does. It's interesting. It, it'll be interesting to see, because there's immediately a lot of people uh, started throwing out names of who should who should play which characters and things like that, but I don't know. To me, it, it feels like they should probably go with somebody who's not really known. Not, uh, Chris Tom Pratt. Holland. Tom Holland. Yeah, I was about to say Chris Pratt was was one of the here. Here's the voice of of Link, and it's Chris Pratt. Um, <laughs> Tom Holland was thrown out, but there again, you've got Tom Holland as everybody sees him as Spider Man now, and he's you know he can't hardly get out from that. And or Nathan Drake. Then Nathan Drake and. Whoever they put in the character of Link, that's depending on how big this movie is. That's essentially going to be the new face of Link. So, 
I would be more worried about this. I mean, I, I wish it was animated, first off. Same. But I think I'd be more worried about this if they hadn't done such reverence and proper IP treatment, I don't know what the right term is, of the Super Mario Brothers movie, which was utterly fantastic. But uh, then we had the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie. 30 years ago. Exactly. That's <laughs> so long ago. That's another story of design docs and canceled uh yeah that's a it's a doozy man watch a documentary on that one there's the way they came up with the goombas as the shrunken head giant things it's so weird man and dennis hopper was robbed of his oscar dennis hopper was not bad the weird dinosaur yoshi where they had to put dinosaurs and everything because of jurassic park uh it was a it was an odd film i have more faith in the I have more faith in the Zelda film. Yeah, I mean, especially with Shigeru. And they're going to ease us into... Tied to it. Also true. This is his baby for the past 40 years now, right? No. 35 years. Um, They're going to drip feed us stuff. I'm sure there's going to be... Hi, this is Miyamoto-san again with we'll Hassan. From... Yeah, we'll have Nintendo Directs yep. for just this, so... Hi, I'm going to introduce myself as Blink, and I'm playing Ganondorf, and it'll be, you know, it'll be that slow build-up. It almost seems like people are accustomed to it by the time it comes out. I mean, if the movie had just come out, we would have maybe discussed that accent more, or I don't know what the discourse is regarding that, but I thought that Mario Brothers movie was extremely well done, and I don't think anything was was jarring. Nothing in there was jarring, like, ooh, this is not, this was not good. If anything, it was like reaffirming casting it was that was fantastic but again it comes down to casting so we'll see we'll see who gets selected for that one in that media build up for that launch was there a date on that did it say in there no they have not they have not said this is anything just an announcement. else about that yeah. it's just an announcement that it's i guess they've been working on the script and everything for it and now it's officially going to be into development they're going to be in the pre-stages of I guess finding out where they're staging the movie and yeah. picking picking out uh, filming locations and then cast and crew and so probably over the next year we'll see a lot of that pop up uh, I'll throw a hot take in there you know how Kojima has almost since, since the beginning been in our face as far as I love cinema. I love movies. This thing is like a movie. I'm going to mm-hmm. break the fourth wall in these ways. And I wish I could make a film. And like, he's very, um, he's very obvious in noting that that is an influence to him and something that drives him and motivates him and his creative process. I feel like Miyamoto has, has always been this way too. Just not as like vocal about it. You know, famously, Super Mario Brothers 3, it opens up like with the curtain being drawn and it's all like a diorama, right? It's all a play. And even so much so where the secrets in Super Mario Brothers 3, when you duck down a certain blocks, you go behind the stage to then run behind the stage to get a secret whistle where like Toad's just waiting off stage with a treasure box. Right. And it's. It almost seems like a natural extension for them to have finally got into movies the way he wanted to. He's he may just be a figurehead that they're trotting out there, but the way the way it's pitched is that he has a lot of deciding factors and driving um decision making in, in a lot of this stuff, 
Whereas that that was famously not the case in the Super Mario Brothers movie, the 1993 one with Dennis Hopper and Dennis Hopper, Bob, Bob Hoskins, Hoskins, John Leguizamo. Yep. Does anybody remember uh, Princess Peach? Who played her? Who was Princess Peach? <laughs> who picks Princess Peach? I don't. I don't know. I can't remember who that was. Who's picking Peach? The Mario Brothers movie. But um, yeah, the live action thing is gonna be funky. It's already a fantasy world, so I, I feel like a lot of CG is better in that type setting. I've kind of grown not weary, but I, it's just so obvious to me when just like lasers are shooting back and forth, and it's like okay seen this before this was all touched up and added and just i i lose immersion with stuff like that so i'm hoping there's some practical effects it would be great if he lost uh epona in swamp like in uh no no never, uh, no, yeah. no 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 we're not bringing never any story want, no no that's right you i want epona to drown in the swamp no that's the worst part of the movie that's so bad it still haunts me to this day. I sometimes have nightmares about that. Still, I'm fucking almost 40 years old. So that's just, the story of Link. This is not the story of Epona. If Epona needs to <laughs> spies to build the character. Of no, it needs to be the darkest timeline. God, that's just, fine, too. Brant's really choosing. Turns into a horror movie. It went straight into the waters of the swamp and never came out again. Majora's Mask of the movie. You have to have that hand coming out of the toilet from Majora's Mask and like one of the Oracle games. You have to have the redead things from Ocarina of Time that come after you and scream and drop the, then freeze the screen and don't let Link move. <laughs> There's a lot. Do you think they would pack in as much on the Zelda movies they did a Super Mario one where they're just trying to go all, you know, they're trying to cover all of these different things. Hey, let's put some Mario Kart in there. Let's put the cat suit. Let's put Donkey Kong in. I mean, you know? typically when they do live action and it's not a comedy, they pretty much hit the source material pretty on the head as much as they can. So, so. you think more of a serious note. I I would imagine it would be more of an action comedy type thing, probably, depending on how they, they take the character of Link in there, who's typically silent, which you cannot do in a big-budget movie, usually. So Right. So you give him a voice, and people freaked out when Chris Pratt was Mario. Imagine. Hey, Link already voice. has a voice. Excuse me, princess. Oh, I'm so hungry, I can eat an Octorok. Oh, God. <laughs> Is that voice actor still around? Hey, smooching time. Is that voice actor still around? <laughs> I He's got to get a cameo somewhere, right? Oh my gosh, yeah, they got to put him in. What's These are like the ha- deep cuts. What's happening? Sound like Happy Days. Hey, hey. So bad. When that came out on DVD, I think I bought that from Cesar. I think I got it from Cesar at Best Buy. I bought that. Uh, oh, I bought that you didn't buy it from my collection. You didn't buy it from my collection because I didn't own it. I'm looking at it like, I don't own that shit. Get out of here. Oh, I have it. I didn't get it from yeah. your collection. I have the complete series Legend of Zelda. Oh. And it's as bad as I remember last it's time I tried so to bad. He's a. There's a word we used in our pre show that I don't often use. That character is. Very much embodies this term. <laughs> All right. Zelda movie. Last but not least. New Steam Deck. Cesar, are you going to grab this one and tell us about the new Steam Deck? Absolutely not. Let's see. Sell your sell your new PSP and get a new Steam Deck instead. No, I'm Keep my, all the Steam Decks. Keep all the PSPs. Selling my old Steam Deck and getting a new Steam Deck. Or that. Val- 
Yeah, that's exactly what I'm doing. Uh, Valve has announced a new OLED version of the Steam Deck. Uh, simply named the Steam Deck OLED. Classy. New OLED version will come. New version will become the new premium versions of the handheld alongside the 256 gigabyte version of the LCD model. So when it all breaks down, uh, they're phasing out the six, 64 gig and the 512, 512 gigabyte of the standard. So when it all breaks down, you have uh, the 256 gigabyte LCD starting at uh, 399 US dollars. Uh, 520, 520, 512 gigabyte OLED for 549, and then the one terabyte OLED for 649. Uh, the only difference is that the new OLED model will feature a slightly larger screen. Uh, you get 7.4 versus the standard 7 inch, uh, Wi Fi 6E versus the 5, and a bigger, ba- ba- bigger and better battery, the 50 wire, uh, instead of the 40. Skip that in Wi Fi 6 completely and going straight to 6E. It's classy. And very, very classy. Updated thermals that make the handheld run cooler. It, it would also be 30 grams lighter. The new OLED versions aren't yet available to order on the Steam site website. Players will be able to order them on November 16th at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Soon. 5, and then 5 p.m. GMT. There will also be a one terabyte model with a transparent shell and red buttons, which is in very, 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 very limited quantities that they said which i yeah, think that, i think's going to be gone immediately that's the one that's first thing everybody's going for which i think would be at the adjusted price of what 6.99 i believe they said it was so it was 50 dollars more yeah just because it's a limited edition sure i i just know 6.99 yeah uh until now valve has dropped the price of the 64 gigabyte and the 512 gigabyte lcd versions of the steam deck uh to 349 and 449 respectively the clear out stock an excellent value mm. it is uh Da, 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 da. And I think they made some comment that the the next iteration of the Steam Deck is got two to three more years. And they've hinted at, uh, I mean, they we've talked about this. They hinted at the next thing they want to do with the Steam Deck was added, uh, add, added, add a OLED screen and a better battery. And it seems like they right. did what they needed to do. So and this is all from uh, BGC uh, posted by Chris Schooling, huh? So Almost like the uh, Nintendo Switch OLED, right? Better screen. It got a better battery before that. Wasn't there a better yeah. battery model before the OLED model? Red box. Yeah, it was red a box red switch. box. That's how you could tell. Get the red box switch. That's the only one out now, right? You can only get the red box switch. Uh, I think there's still some original. Or, well, I think they had. New? It's It's like the original model that they had at least last year. They had it bundled with Mario Kart. It wasn't even the better better battery one you're right they still had right. some of those skews floating around they, I don't, holiday bundle I about to say now you might still find those some places but uh, anyone i've seen it's either the oled or the the red box i can't believe the switch is getting as old as it is it still feels newish to me but also when you play it it doesn't feel newish it's in that weird realm oh. for me don't worry, we'll we'll they'll pour over dishonor in there. Uh, dishonor in there. Dishonor. <laughs> it's always dishonored. <laughs> and then you'll you'll That's be like the yeah, you'll be like Bioshock oh, Infinite. For... I'm getting an advertisement for Let's Fish with Barry Stokes on uh, Valley Sports Southeast there. I'm getting targeted advertising for the yeah. bass fishing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this seems like uh an improvement all around on the current switch uh the current switch, the current Steam Deck model, right? Yeah, and I think uh, th- this is the, my favorite one from. Uh, they didn't quote it in VGC, but this one's from Nintendo Life. I was I was lost in the in the comment section after this one because people were bitching about it. 
It says, during an interview with the Washington Post, which uh, I believe is what Gene Park, about the outdated system, uh, Valve product designer Greg Coomer uh, uh, mentioned how Nintendo paved the way with his own OLED handheld, yeah. noting how it made customers around the world super happy. And to all the people bitching in the thread, like, uh, sorry, Vita owners, Valve just refuses to recognize greatness, was the first post. I refuse uh, to recognize greatness? Uh, sorry, Vita owners, Valve just refuses to recognize Valve refuses. I was like, that'd be one thing for Nintendo life, but sure. That Vita screen is gorgeous. I can't believe we got the OLED screen standard in 2011. Uh, when did that the- come out? If you go in there, Richard and Brent, it's the whole thread. Like, cool Val to give credit to Nintendo and praise the Switch OLED. Poor Vita, LOL. Not surprised they didn't acknowledge it, though. Even Sony hates the Vita. <laughs> <laughs> I read a similar similar argument in the past couple of days regarding PSVR 2. Like, did they leave that out to die like they did the Vita? Uh, Seems like it. Yeah, I mean, sales have dropped. There's not been any big budget games like they kind of pulled back. They did on the Vita, remember? They started like, uh, they stopped making games. Immediately. But at least with the Vita, we got like six months of first party support. This was, this was less than that. I didn't buy it, man. It was DOA for me without backwards compatibility of some form. It still is. And everybody's still saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. The only thing they've announced for it, the, like the whole of this year, um, the past few times we've seen anything for it is like, oh, the Resident Evil updates That's for it, yeah. the VR. They haven't they haven't announced any other like, hey, we've got a whole bunch of PSVR two games coming. You know, look right. forward to these titles. It's it, nothing. It's no show radio case. silence. That's tough. I want to support the tech. I hear the tech is like top tier, and it just. I, There's nothing there. I would love to. I mean, they didn't fucking even put a fucking Astro bot thing in there like they normally yeah. do something new. I mean, I, I'd have been like, oh, maybe. That maybe. same that same article that I was reading was like, the hardware is fantastic, and it's worth having the one cable and even having to have the PS5. They said nothing they have played yet so far equals the immersion and the polish of Astrobot on the original PSVR. It's like, Damn. Come on, get that killer app out there. We need something. It's not it's not Call of the Mountain. That was not it. Mm-hmm. It's not in anybody's Game of the Year discussions. Yeah, it's like they threw that hardware out there quick. It's like, oh, we got to get out of here. But, then but why, though? Why put, put so much good stuff in there? I don't know, man. I mean, it would make sense if I could play some of my old-gen stuff to some extent. I mean, I get it. It can't be one-for-one one with a new controller, but, you know... I, I don't know. I guess this is a, a bigger discussion because Sony Sony's got some weird stuff going on right now. I mean, they're they're reevaluating them, you know, themselves and closing stuff. They just announced that they're putting, uh, I guess, the majority of those um, the new games the as a service, service. yeah, the all service the live stuff. service games on hold. Yeah, fifty like fifty percent of them ran, I think, until like twenty twenty five or twenty twenty six or some shit like that. Which I mean, I guess as a as a publisher or as a, a powerhouse like Sony, a game that you can put out there and just constantly get revenue from, you're not constantly having to go through a whole development cycle of a new game over and over. You just keep updating this one game. Yeah, yeah that I'm I'm sure yep. that sounds great from their standpoint, but now if it's so, successful, 
There's and so much had, burnout, and we see, like you, yeah, if it's successful, we see so much burnout, and we see games. Babylon's Fall, it lasted what six six months, four months, and before Square Enix I mean, just pulled the plug on it. What was Fortnite. it? Fortnite. Uh, Fortnite yeah. was successful, more successful than any video game since what GTA Five on every platform, mm-hmm. and they laid people off. They had I, layoffs <laughs> recently. Sega announced hyenas and that didn't even release. They pulled the plug before it could even, and it was right there at the finish line and they pulled it before it could even release. Cause I, I think they couldn't make money. I mean, we just saw what remedy say their free to play Vanguard is going to be co-op multiplayer now. And I don't hate I mean, that. I don't hate so that. The whole thing is like some, somehow the, I got lost in the Twitter thread. I don't know if anybody, there might be an article out there about it where they looked at the Sony's making record revenue, but they are not, making any money off of playstation they're yeah. like they're one they're spending all this money in this company but they're not making any profits i mean they're almost in line with what xbox and nintendo are making which i think is like six billion like six uh i forgot what it was i gotta look at it again i don't know the numbers i don't want to misquote it so like that was their whole big all right we'll do this fucking free to play thing and you know try to get somebody on here to increase our profit margins because that's that's all they're caring about right now so that's how I was, I was telling you, uh, Richard, where they got in this uh, discussion with other people in the gaming industry. They were like, they were wondering how the how big the markup was on those PlayStation portals and those headphones and those accessories, because that's why they're pushing like a lot of these head- accessories come out there. So that's why you I, have limited edition camo controllers yeah. and new headsets. Yep. And that's 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 the weird thing is because yeah, they've got all these live service games, but then now now they're kind of pulling back on those. They had the PSVR thing, pushed it out. Now they have all the headphones and. Also, they have the gaming monitors and the they've they've got all the this stuff out there that they're kind of yeah. that they were just throwing out there and kind of spaghetti at the wall kind of deal. Like, well, I mean, something has to stick. Brand, it's like you said before. I mean, they they they're kind of late to the game on this uh, free to play. Yeah. Thing, so it's they're super late. And now they just got to spread it out and hope that it it dips and bounces back. You know, like oh, you know, something comes out and re- revitalizes it type of thing. So. What I hate is they, they keep telling us how long game development time is for games of this generation, right? So how much time and resources and energy and jobs and everything was spent uh, just spinning the wheels there and not getting anything out the door, and we've lost that time. I mean, was, that, it, was it I mean, Jason Trier taking it, saying it's like six to seven years? A AAA to game, get, yes. Yeah, to get yeah, a AAA yeah. game out there. But how yeah. does Insomniac do what they do? How are they I'm, doing these like annual releases? Because I think he he made a comment and said that you know if they decided the green light a game today, it's probably going to be PS5, PS6. You know, what I mean, it's crazy. It, it, it would, that it is would crazy be, to it me. Would be late, late PS5 in like in the life cycle at this point because how much the cost. But I think a lot. Insomniac still has like when they bought Insomniac, they bought both their studios, so they they're still astute. Uh, Two studio team. I think so it's like happening. Yeah. One's in North Carolina, one's in Texas. I think because you know Naughty Dog went back to one studio. Well, everybody else is one studio. So I think Insomniac knows how to manage their people because they have two studios and they've been pulling out hits and not, you know, haven't failed at doing it yet. As you know, right. other studios seem like they can't handle it, so they always end up combining them back. Because like the whole Naughty Dog, remember they were split, Last of Us and Uncharted Three. So. And almost Nintendo esque in that you've had Ted Price leaving, uh, leading insomniac for 30 years you've had that stability even though they went from like sony publisher to um they did a couple of independent games they made the what was the microsoft one the energy drink oh um sunset overdrive. sunset overdrive yep that's it 
And then now, like officially, they're officially first party Sony, right, or second party, whatever the term is. Yeah, because they they did Sunset Overdrive, and they what they did the those two games, like you said, with EA, right? So Fuse, uh, Fuse was one of them, and then there was another one that when they decided to move away from Sony, they're like they did those two games. I think it was Fuse, and there was another one. If I remember correctly, it could be Sunset Overdrive. I know that was specifically with Microsoft. I feel like they did two on both platforms, though, like you were saying. I think there was a there was a second one because I, I know they were like, well, we got to see if we can kind of like do our own thing. Yeah. And then they went out and and I, it's like you said, they did fuse and, and it seems like he knows how to manage a studio for real. Maybe it was his fuse and Sunset Overdrive. Those are the only ones that had not been on PlayStation outside of a bunch of hand like iOS type games that they've done. Yeah. All right, is that it for us? That's it. Did some good wormholing. Not the required amount for us. Games played. Oh, do we have any games acquired? Games obtained. Uh, nothing right now. Games procured. I got stuff, but I don't know if we have time for it. I'm going to be brief just because of time and energy. I played a lot this past week. Um, uh, I watched a series on YouTube uh, from Jeff Gerstmann. I wish I could say friend of the show. I'm a friend of any show he's ever been on. Uh, Jeff Gersman of GameSpot, Kane and Lynch, uh, Giant Bomb f- fan, fandom, uh, famously fandom. It's not the right term. Uh, he is doing a series on his channel, The Jeff Gersman Show, where he ranks all the NES games. So he's playing each show. He rank, he plays about five or six NES games, and then he ranks them on this master list. So after one episode, he had... Uh, let's say Bionic Commando was the best NES game ever made. And he had Dig Dug as the worst NES game ever made. So think of that format. So he fills in and goes as as the, as time goes by. And at the time I was watching, it's now Super Mario Brothers, spoilers, which is a fantastic game. Uh, it was Rygar. And I was like, I've seen that game so much, and I'm pretty sure I played that somewhere. I knew I had it. I did not have Rygar. And it's a very common uh, original Nintendo game. So we're fortunate enough to have a local game store that's not a fucking GameStop. I'll just say that. And they have a lot of common NES games. And I know just about if I'm looking for a 10 to 15-ish dollar NES game, if I go to the shop, they're probably going to have it. Lo and behold, they had, it's an ugly, beat-up-ish copy of Rygar. But it was a copy of Rygar nonetheless. So I had an entire day, I believe it was Saturday, of just... And I should have streamed it. I got my capture my capture cards out. Thank you, Mike Chi. Shout out to Mike Chi at RetroTink. My capture card is here. I'm going to be trying it with the NES and the Elgato, so we'll see how that works. But I played a good bit of Rygar. That is a fantastic original Nintendo game. I do not know how I have missed out on playing that for the past 30-something years. That is a very good game. Have either one of y'all played Rygar? Long no. time ago. It's obtuse in that in that NES way of like they don't want to tell you exactly where to go, and it's kind of, everything kind of looks samey, so you don't really know. But it, you can tell, like Ninja Gaiden from the same time period from Tecmo gets all the all the craze, right? It gets the it gets the recognition and the rave reviews and the identifiability of an NES game. And rightfully so. Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3 are all fantastic games. But this thing, it stands on its own. Um, 
think of an early God of War mechanic. Like he has a shield almost that like goes out on a tether. And um, that's like the element that he swings. And I probably played an hour of it and eventually just got lost in that very NES way of like, I don't know where to go. <laughs> Let me find out if somebody on the playground knows where to go. Um, but I also bought from the same shop, The Adventures of Dino Riki. I went in blind on this. I never looked it up. I just bought The Adventures of Dino Riki. I didn't have that one. It is like a cute em up. <laughs> it's like a forward running shooter uh, that you also have to jump across lily pads and stuff. Very brutally difficult. Played a couple rounds of that. Died immediately. Um, I played some Guardian Legend. I had bought this same game from that shop a couple months ago and finally got past the Guardian Legend is almost uh, Blaster Master um esque in that you have like elements with the the ship that you're moving around in you have some on foot elements it's very advanced for an nes game again got lost i got past the shooter part and got the on foot section and and it was so obtuse i didn't know what else to do i'm like where am i supposed to go what am i supposed to do need some guides for some of those i think and then the other new game that i picked up from the shop uh last weekend was bugs bunny crazy castle has anybody oh, ever played any of those crazy castle titles? Yeah. Brant, this is right up your alley. Cesar knows what they are. Uh, it's a whole series, right, Cesar? We just got the Bugs Bunny ones? I believe so. Yep. I believe it's another license in, in Japan. On paper, is very simple. Uh, your Bugs Bunny, you're trying to get all the carrots in a level. So it's a series of doors that go either up or down and platforms. And there you collect carrots and there are enemies just roaming the they're roaming the map. And if they hit you, you die. Uh, you have a boxing glove. You can show you can throw it like Sylvester. I think I saw uh, what's a guy shoots a gun. Yosemite Sam. Yosemite Sam is one of the enemies. Um, they can be below you on a platform and you can push like a safe over on them like a the coyote and <laughs> Roadrunner style death. Um, but it, you're meant to stay away from the enemies, like the boxing glove and pushing stuff over that sort of stuff is like last ditch effort. The, the way the doors work is that if you go inside one of the doors, it takes a second for you to like come out of the top of it on the next platform up. So if the enemy's coming for you, you can time it to where you just, you know, you cross paths and they don't yeah. kill you because it's a one hit kill thing. And this is a password game. So when you beat level four, your password is like. S-F-Z-T. So you have to write that down for level four if that's what, <laughs> what you want to come back to. Music is very simple. Um, I encountered this as a kid on Game Boys where I played most of mine. Cesar, was that familiar? Or, or did you play a lot of NES? NES. I remember oh. renting it from a game rental spot in Germany. Yeah. It's so simple, but it's so challenging. It's good. It changes up every time. Like The enemies don't follow the same course. It's not um, the AI, I guess the AI of the NES game is open. Like you never play it the same way twice. So if you mess up one way, you can always go another route. You could try that same way again. And maybe those enemies aren't there at that time. So it's, there's just totally random fun. And, uh, friend of the show, Russell had this for Game Boy. So this is one we always loved. And the music is very similar. Like I grew up with the Game Boy port and it feels like I'm playing that version now. I'm sure that's a mind eyes thing. But the Game Boy one was really well done. It is a good portable version of what I've been playing on NES. Um, I had a friend over who's uh, who's younger than us, is a, a teenager, and I gave him like a game history lesson. 
Uh, I had been playing Super Mario Brothers while the NES was hooked up. I ran through it twice. I've still got it. I can still beat Super Mario Brothers. And uh, he actually ended up coming in like, what is this? This old Mario Brothers game? I'm like, this is the Super Mario Brothers game. So then um, after that, he... He realized, like, this is a good game. This is a old game, but this is actually a very good game. Uh, then we popped in the original Legend of Zelda to see what that looked like. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So then I did the thing, like, uh, hooked up the Super Nintendo. And then we tried, you know, the iterations in those franchises five years later. So we tried Super Mario World. And then Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. Like, look how far they came in five years. Then the 64. Let's look at, oh, Star Fox also for Super Nintendo. You want to see an early 3D game? Star Fox. And he's like flying around in the training grounds and stuff. And then, uh, all right, let's hook up the 64. Let's go straight to Super uh, Star Fox 64 so you can see how that looks. This is five years later? Yeah. This is what these jumps were when you brought home a new machine. This is what you were like, this thing is totally different than anything I've ever experienced. And then, of course, Super Mario 64, just jumping around a little bit. And then uh, Ocarina, just like the intro and just seeing that it's 3D. And he was like, wow, this is it's exp- exponentially better each time. Um, so that was really cool to to share that and, and experience that stuff. Uh, played more Far Cry 3 on the Steam Deck. Uh, I didn't go much into the story of that when I brought it up a week ago, I think is when I started talking about it. Yeah. Uh, but it starts off with these those like four or five kids, and they're just living it up. They're live streaming this island adventure. They're skydiving. They're going on boat rides, jet skis. There's It's just like this ultimate um, entitled young adult slash teenager vacation trip thing. And then it goes horribly awry. They're kidnapped. One of them is killed. Uh, and you're on the you're still on this exotic island. So there's all this beauty, but then there's death, and there's these... Uh, gangsters basically and such this is one of the craziest villains i've ever encountered in a game there's a guy named voss he is taunting you non-stop and it's like vile stuff it's not anything it doesn't feel written for a video game it feels like a legitimate gangster or somebody that would be holding these kids ransom and stuff like so your character starts off very timid i don't know what i'm doing i've never shot a gun i've just done it playfully and uh, as the mission structure unlocks, you have the Ubisoft thing of like going up a tower and unlocking the area around it. It opens up the shops. And um, I mentioned last week they do a good job of, OK, this mission will do this. And then this one's going to teach you to drive. And then you'll be a passenger in this one. You'll be doing some shooting out of the side of it. And it's just it's added on to that. Like nothing has. I haven't had a mission where it was repetitive. Um, like a good Metal Gear or not Splinter Cell. <laughs> Uh, it will let you play stealth or guns blazing. So it lets you decide whether you want to go, how you want to attack that stuff. I tweaked some settings. I mentioned last week the battery was getting destroyed. I tweaked a couple settings and got more solid frame rate, but the battery is about the same. I get, I feel like I get about an hour, maybe an hour, 15 minutes out of one session from, from start to finish, and then it'll start yelling at me. You're going to die. You're going to die. Uh, I had a little bit of downtime for once and dove back into Final Fantasy 16. So I had some errands to do around the hideaway that uh, Clive has rebuilt. And then I had a couple more story missions. So I'm still going after Hugo Kupka, who last time I encountered him, um, he's no longer able to feed himself, I'll say. And so uh, I saw a cutscene where he's been outfitted with something where he's trying to feed himself and is becoming frustrated in doing so. 
there was another I went through a like a desert town. I think it was like a desert yeah. area in the story. And there's like hawks flying overhead and there's palm trees. And the HDR, like the water, there's there's a river moving through this town. And the water just looks out of this world. It's like something out of the Caribbean. It's this crisp blue. There's sandy edges to it. Um, it reminds me a lot of the footage I've seen of Assassin's Creed Mirage, like the version of Baghdad that they've built in that game. That's what it looks like you're in in this area. And it makes me want to play that new Assassin's Creed game. Uh, but it looks fantastic. And once again, the side quests, uh, the little bits of story, the characters that that intermingle in and out of this game. I don't think I've ever seen writing and world building on the level of this title outside of an MMO. I know it has a lot of MMO tendencies and structures and things like that, but just the callbacks and the details and the way the stories all intertwine and eventually connect. And it's just, it's so deep and so well polished. This thing could have been a mess. It really could have been. And we got a solid title. And when I booted it up, I guess the major update has happened since then. So I had that one big update where you change the look of the characters and, there's like two or three other things, but it wasn't, you know, the game is still on the disc. It wasn't a, it wasn't a major overhaul or balancing or anything. We're putting Cesar to sleep. I look forward to playing some of that on my new PSP. I hear uh, remote play works quite well on the new PSP. Yeah, have to feedback. I don't know what other features it might have, but I think remote play is pretty solid on that. Richard, <laughs> Richard, preach, preach, take us to church. Let's go. Resell, resell. And buy the next one, maybe, maybe. Um, but it's good, man. I know game of the year discussions coming up. I'm trying to wrap up some of these things that I've been starting and want to knock out that I know have been like impressions on me this year. And I know it's going to come up whether I finish it or not, but that that game is so special. Again, I I always stuck with the the comment and I I know I use this in retail and as a sales tactic of sorts, but I honestly believe this, like how good is this game? If God of War 2 got stuck in your PS2, would you be upset that you had a dedicated God of War 2 PS2? Like, you'd be... Yeah, like, maybe that's not a bad... If Final Fantasy 16 got stuck in my PS5 and that's all it did, Ugh. that would not be a bad thing. I would be very pleased with this. Um, I mean, it'd be unfortunate I'm not playing other PS5 games, but it's like, hey, if I had to get one stuck in there, this... Actually, uh, that'd be pretty funny if you got the P, um, God of War 2 stuck in there and somebody just comes over to your house and you're just in there, like, <laughs> mumbling all the words from the script. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> like by heart and just staring at you like what the fuck man how many times has he played this game yeah. uh, do you have anything else for PS2 it's like no this is my God of War 2 box mm-hmm. what, what else does it do as you, keep, <laughs> as you keep going through the script man people bought this thing to play DVDs no it plays a DVD it plays God of War 2 I don't understand <laughs> what else do you want this thing to do you don't even have a memory card <laughs> <laughs> oh god Um, and then we played a good bit of Warzone over the past um couple days over the past week we ended with a dub last night we played warzone instead of uh recording the show i think everybody wanted to do that it seems and now that we're affiliates i don't did we ever announce that on the show we did uh so everybody helped make us help helped get us there thank you all of you and we're now if you play call of duty you can get or if we play call of duty and you join our stream you can get drops you can get weapon skins as a friend of the show Buish was uh hollering about early on in the chat but he was only here for the skins that's it it's yeah he's only here for the skins he's leaving for the skins he left for the fishing for only fans 
But uh, that's pretty cool. That was fun to see because um, I saw you guys streaming first. Ooh, that have been Friday night, maybe. And as soon as I joined, Saturday. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, what happened? We can. It was Saturday. You guys joined before mm-hmm. me. I was like, there's unlockable stuff on here. Uh, Mermaid thirteen is asking, where is the sub button? H O. I'm not going to read that part. Um, <laughs> we're good. <laughs> we need to have some time to deep dive into setting up our Twitch affiliate stuff and figure out how to really leverage that for the next level and increase engagement and interact with fans and all the other stuff we need to do. So watch the training video like we all did in retail at some point. It is a training video, yeah. isn't it? They sent yeah. us that link. So sorry, you've made affiliate. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is it, 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 it going to be Christian Slater reading it to us? That'd Finally be nice. got here. <laughs> yeah. Or it's the training video from the Old Times Country Buffet. <laughs> Have you seen that clip where the guy's like, he's at the carving station? So it's hot out there today. <laughs> What's the weather like out there? What's the weather like yeah. out there? <laughs> the whole uh, small talk of training video. <laughs> They're so horrible. <laughs> Have you had the fish? <laughs> <laughs> the guy, the guy is the worst man. I just was like, just give me, just give, give me this, give me the slice. Just stop talking. Don't look me in the eye. Take that stupid fucking hat off and give me that goddamn roast beef you're cutting up. That's all I came here for. So, did you watch the game last night? <laughs> no, bitch. <laughs> just let me out of here. <laughs> oh, those are my games played and Mermaid Thirteen. I promise you, we will end up looking at the um subscription stuff we'll, we'll have to we'll have to figure out how all that works uh let's see mine's gonna be quick and easy uh finish up mario wonder oh uh i beat it uh beat it on sunday it's about 10 hours um uh, the bowser the the final boss battle was pretty good it's very different from what they've done before uh that was cool. super difficult but uh i'll i'll leave it to a surprise for when people get out there i did like it it's very different from what they've done before that's awesome. Um, it is almost uh, like uh, Yoshi's Island, where he's like running towards you in that mode seven. You're not expecting that, right? And I think uh, it, it, it might it might be one of my top three Mario Brothers games. At least definitely the two ones. So it's really damn. Good. Yeah, it's good, man. It's really good. It gets it. They did a very good balance of uh, difficulties. Uh, like from easy to intermediate to hard. I mean, you have a good multiplayer. You have the standee mode. If you decide to go online, you can leave standees at certain parts where people can like, oh, you know, do this over here. There's something hidden over here. You, and you can do that on there too, even if you play solo. So I think it, it did a very good job of uh, it's cool balancing it out. And it's short and sweet. It, it never felt like it was too long. I, I mean, the only thing I have not done in that game, I think I've unlocked all the seeds. I've, I've got all the coins, the purple coins. Uh, I got all the standees. The only thing I have not done is the special world yet, which I've only think I've beaten half of them. They're very difficult. I hear they're uh, brutal. Hey, I went through like 20 lives just to get through one level and I had to go buy. At some point when you beat the game, you can buy like a 99 lives for like 300 purple coins, whatever they call them on there. So I, mean, yeah. I have to keep doing that to just feel my Oof. addiction of going through the special levels, which is a lot of it is like uh, Richard would remind you the old school way where a lot of it was uh learning how the level works and it's just muscle memory like all right this part to do this do this it's just like old school mario that's all it is like if you're not trial and error to figure out what's going to kill you and then uh figure out how to get past it and then repeat and you know instantly when it's not going to be the run like nope fucked up then move fast enough instantly not the run you know and then you just you just kill your you know you just leave the level so (laughs) So, at that point so 
Uh, I mean, that's pretty much it for me. I mean, I've been cool. going on my uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 trek, which I know I talked about you guys last time, not on the stream, I think, but I was going against Psycho Mantis. I forgot you, you put couldn't... on the I forgot. Yeah, you, you couldn't on, figure that out. You put on the fucking infrared goggles. You see him the whole time. It doesn't yeah. matter. He disappears. I just, I just basically put on the goggles and just followed him everywhere, going to just beat the shit out of him. He, there was nothing he could do. It was over. I didn't have to do anything. I literally was on his ass the whole time. I don't think I ever did that tactic. Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard for, of using the infrared goggles. I forgot all about it. Yeah, I just I remember yeah. the infrared I goggles. He just shows them in there. Kojima's I was like, a genius. We were talking. We were talking about the Famas l- last week, and I think that's what I did. Was like you just put on the infrared goggles and Famas and brr, brr, everywhere he's at, you can spray him down, and he dies very quick. I, I didn't even do that because you have enough time to run literally behind him. So as soon as he he got to the next area he needs to load up his set of attacks i was just punching him immediately and he's like oh that was the next area like oh yeah that metal gear solid one punch Uh so i'm now to uh everybody's favorite uh part of the game where you uh fight sniper wolf for the first time so um with the bandana the bloody bandana yep yep can love bloom on the battlefield (laughs) (laughs) it's so dramatic it's so dramatic Oh man, yeah. I mean, I, I think it, it, and that's it. I mean, I've had time. I've been doing other things, but like, I got this whole stack of games to go through later. I'll play those later. Hey, so. twenty twenty three, and you're playing two D Mario and Metal Gear Solid. That's not a bad week of gaming, sir. I'm playing Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle. <laughs> I'll let uh, Brand take us home. Uh, aside from some embarrassing Warzone on Saturday with y'all, uh, we got our two wins yesterday which were amazing wins um, Dub City I played some solos uh, got some 15th 16th <laughs> places and then got two second place um, places placements I so guess. close Brant and in both times just feel, felt robbed um one by the the guy had a riot shield and he just waited for me to get into a position where I'm shooting at him and, he, and it does nothing and then he just throws down the riot shield and does his little slide and jump and shoots me and I go down instantly so we got to figure out that riot shield I mean, ri- ri- riot shield's tough with one person and you, when you have like three people shooting at a riot shield you go you go through it but one person it's tough yeah cuz i mean as soon as you're you're reloading the clip after you waste it into that shield, I mean, they're, they're gunning you. So, And that's all I'm doing is shooting the shield, wasting it. Is there any chance of knocking down the shield, or is it just take I mean, too much? you have the front window up there. As soon as you <laughs> shoot that front window, you're dropping them immediately because it's a headshot every time they hold that shield up. So that's mm-hmm. how you get them. Don't shoot into the shield. Shoot into the window on the shield. Gotcha. Uh, other than that, um, I've been me- still messing around on the actual PSP. Uh, you got one already? Yeah. Not not that abomination that, that y'all that, are waiting on. That doesn't look like one. It looks like a makeup case. Show it again. That's supposed to go. I don't know. Does it flip forward? Is there a mirror? Is there a mirror when you apply stuff to your your face? No, it it flips up and there's Brand, controls. Brand, if it's a PSP, where do you put your UMDs? Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> How do you remote it to the PS5? Do you Brand, please directly? bring please bring the PSP go. I want to actually say I've held one before. How do you do you apply See, directly to your forehead? You're, you're talking about this. Oh, you apply directly to the forehead. Yeah. There we go. Head on. Friend of the show. Head on. 
apply directly to the forehead. Sponsor the show. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're gonna get a cease and desist. Like, we can't. You can't just say that. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if that product exists anymore. It's not acceptable. There's a twisted metal head on. The, that is the PSP one, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is. Twisted metal head on. I'm looking at it right here. <laughs> All right, we came full circle. Uh, this was a great show this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you can join us next week. <laughs> we came full circle. That's all we needed. Yeah. Yeah. I've just I've just been messing around on my my go. I've I've got uh, played some Tony Hawk's Underground uh, uh, Two Remix on there. That's just a, a little good bit of version that. of that, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty decent. Um, that's I the one where like in the Game Boy Advance one too. Yeah, uh, Bam Majera and Tony Hawk essentially kind of kidnap a bunch of people in order to rope them into this grand world tour world destruction tour as they call it where they're just going out and doing crazy stunts and things like that and competing against each other um i booted up uh the force unleashed for psp because it's been a very very long time since i've played uh played that game and the uh, the intro has you um, going to, um, I want to say it was Khajiit, uh, the planet the with all the, with the Wookies, mm-hmm. and you Khajiit. land that you're there as uh, as Darth Vader, and you're going hunting a Jedi, and being being Darth Vader, that's a it's a <laughs> it's a really good intro because you're you're Darth Vader, you're just overpowered. And it's getting you used to using all these different force powers, pushes, pulls, and uh, throwing your lightsaber and stuff like that. It's it was it's pretty cool. Almost and like I've, that Metroid uh, game element where they start you off fully equipped and yeah, like god tier um, auto, automatically, and then through some sort of game mechanic or story, they take those abilities away from you. Uh, and after you kill the Jedi, you realize he had a a son or an apprentice and you kind of take that person secretly to become your new apprentice. And now that person, um, you're sending off on a mission to kind of prove themselves. And you still have a lot of those force powers you had in the beginning, but you're a lot weaker. You don't have enough. There's like two bars at the top, a health bar and like a force bar. Uh, and those yeah, are, he's, he's clearly much, not Vader. Yeah. They're much smaller. So you'll spend the rest of the, the game upgrading your abilities and, you know, improving your health and force meter. So um, it's it's pretty cool. The, the story of that's already kind of pulled me into it. I might either get back into that or p- p- get the uh, PS2 version or, or something, pop that in. Um, Those are the wildly different ones, right? PS3 and 360 were kind of their own thing, but then we... Maybe it was Wii and PS2 were wildly different. I think friend of the show Michael talked about these years ago. Hmm. I might have to look into that then. Because I'm pretty sure I have the PS2 version of it over I here. I think I have the yeah. Wii one if you want to borrow that one for science sake. Well, the Wii one's available now on Switch, technically. Do a stream where you play all the Force oh Unleashed versions. Get the DS one, you coward. Uh, and what I, what I completely forgot is... The no, don't, PS- don't buy DS games with uh, Richard Hill and just leave you hanging like uh, Lego Star Wars. Wow. What was the Michael Jackson game that y'all bought that was Elite Beat Agents? The experience. Basically? The Michael yeah. Jackson experience. Yeah, for, for all I know, Richard sold that too. I still have it. I didn't flip it like you did your new PSP. Thinking about it. 
the PSP Go, I don't I've never messed with the um the 2000 or the 3000. This actually has a feature where when you're playing a game, um you can pause the game or uh when you exit the game. Mm-hmm. Um and you can play something else and there's a, a another bubble under the game um part on uh, the XMB and it just hit it says resume and you hit resume and it goes back to the original game you were playing or really it, like just jump yeah i don't remember seeing that on any psp is I'll that a modded firmware thing no yeah i it's a it's a feature really it's not a bug interesting not a bug i'm very curious about this yes i'll have to put it in your put it in your hands I'll put. Uh, I'll give you uh, the real PSP to look at and admire, and I'll take a look at your uh, crappy. Oh, uh, oh, roll thing. Oh, bring me your power worm. <laughs> and we're back down the wormhole. Uh, I think. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's been it for me this week. All right, that's it for us. You guys got anything else you want to add? Um, Sega Bass Fishing. Play more Sega Bass Fishing. Buy more plastic fishing reels. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week, and we will catch you next week. Bye. See you. Adios. Laz, break down what happened on that last play. I'd rather not. <laughs> Looking at people's back of the shirts. That's going to be a nope. Come here, my guy. Yeah. Uh, it's an S, a J, and a bunch of vowels. Yeah. <laughs> Consonants all over. Let's see. It's such a good bit. It's such a good bit. So right now, Richard, you have uh, um, drops for right now. Is you got uh, Nadaka... Uh, Blade Point, Dungeon Defenders 2, Goose Goose Duck. My time at Sand Rock. How is Goose to Goose Duck? I don't know. It's from something from Gaggle Studios. Uh, Kakele Online, Arena Breakout, Dead Island 2, uh, SKILL Special Force 2. Oh my god. Genshin Impact. I'm skipping a couple of these things. I've never heard of some of these things. Uh, Call of Duty's on here. We know that. Uh, FIFA. There you go. Uh, Football Club. I know that one. I know that one. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Uh, out of the park baseball 24. Never heard of that. Um, World of Warcraft. There you go. There's your reason to play World of Warcraft on stream. Uh, is it on Game Pass? I just reactivated Game Pass. Uh, Apex Legends. What's on Apex Legends? Huh. What is it? Skins. And then your your game of the year, uh, Halo Infinite. You got one more day for theirs. Oh God! Do I just log in there and see what I figure out? And apparently, what they're giving you is Halo Three Refueled Play Date Latum. November 14th. You get a picture of a Hell Jumper Spartan ID and then a Power Suit Hero Mark 7, which looks like a go on. Weird inverse color of a Dead Space suit. Inverse color of a Dead Space suit. That's actually very descriptive and I understand exactly what that suit looks <laughs> like right now. <laughs> uh, to a certain audience that makes a lot of sense, to some people that makes absolutely no sense. Uh...
Dead Space is on Game Pass now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Is that in the long list that you're going to be reading about tonight? <laughs> uh, no, I thought I read it last time. That was like uh, like the Halloween it's week. Game. It's a new week, Cesar. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm talking about when, when it came out, so I think we already read it. I don't know if it's going to be in there again. It's a new week. It's a new Game Pass list. Just for you. Uh, I've been recording for two and a half minutes. You guys ready? Yep. How to give us some post-credits uh, MCU stuff. Doo-doo. Doo-doo.